and that was the most intense hour and a half I've probably had in a long time. We had a hundred people in our backyard, people coming in, wanting to take pictures of the kids, Ariela getting super cranky. And once we were all done with photos and everything was done and Ariela woke up from her second nap and she was doing good, we were able to finish photos, sing them happy birthday, throw them in the pool, and we just really had a great time. ladies welcome to season three of b3 podcast boss babies and bottles and for those of you that are new here my name is jessica with a y i'm a twin mom wedding and event planner entrepreneur and for today your drinking buddy may that be coffee or wine depending on the time of day here i get real with you and talk about all things mom life building your business and event planning what i've loved most about my first two seasons with you guys is that i've gotten to meet some amazing women and moms that are just like me, just trying to do their best in life. I've also been able to get super real with you all on my life and motherhood in general. So join me this season as I go through the twins' first birthday and what it's like to be a mom of twin free toddlers. I'll also be having some amazing special guests and going through some of my best wedding planning stories too. So grab your favorite bottle or drink and let's get this party started. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode of Boss Babies and Bottles. So today I'm talking about this uh, twins first birthday that I just threw and I would have to say it was definitely what I would consider an epic uh, first birthday. Um, <laughs> that's all I can pretty much say about it. So I have a very intense planning process and I only say that because I start six months before typically. And that's how I pretty much try to do everything. Like right now, even right now, like I'm already working on, like I, I did the kid, actually I'll tell you exactly when I started because I did the kid's baptism on January and I immediately, as soon as I was done with it, the following week I started working on their birthday. And I already had the idea of the theme. When I say I started, I mean I literally hadn't, you know, started moving forward past the theme. I started in January and I'm already currently, we're like even now that I finished the kid's birthday, um, this this last week, I have already started what I have as my husband's 40th birthday in January, so about six months before, and uh, I started uh, thinking about things for Halloween, and probably when I finish Halloween, then I'll probably go into Christmas, but this is how my brain works. Like I do not leave it to the last minute because of the fact that I have so much going on, and so I don't work on it every single day or anything like that. It's only when I have time. So I say six months, two months, three months, whatever, whatever time frames I use. But that's like when I started. That doesn't mean I do it every day. So I always want to make sure that's clear because some people think I'm crazy. And I'm like, no, I don't start that early. But um, once I had the theme, you know, I usually try to gather as many ideas as I can using my friends, Pinterest, Google, and Etsy. Um, I try to kind of put together um, thoughts and things that I like. A lot of vendors are very visual and so it helps when I usually send them photos of things that I'm thinking about because most of my ideas I try to make them as unique or as different as possible which they usually help me with as well which is nice. Once I kind of have at least a base of what I think I'm going to do then I'll go ahead and I'll start figuring out the vendor portion of things. And so with the vendor portion, I usually book them and give them kind of like an idea because most of the time I don't have like a set thought process, but I at least tell them what the date is, book them, put a deposit down, whatever it is, 
and then throughout the process then I'll start working on details and then not till two weeks before till I, till I work on like finalizing this one didn't need a timeline but I did need one for the baptism because that was insane between the timing of the church and everything we were doing here but yeah then two weeks before then I'll go through details and figure out timing of everything so that's really what I do so when it came to the theme, I was kind of in between, I'm not even going to lie, I was in between a few different ones, but I wanted it to be, again, as unique as possible. I ended up going, as most of you know, with the party animal theme. Our baby shower, uh, some of you know as well, I went with make it a, like um, make mine a double, as if it was a bar, but it was really um, make mine a double. And since I have a boy and a girl... I wanted to do nothing that was pink or blue exactly. Like, it's hard because I have two sexes, so I have to find something that's universal. So with the baby shower, I went with just black and white, and then greenery was my was my pop. With the flower, with not flowers, because I used greenery for the centerpieces, hedge walls, things like that. And so for the birthday, I did the same thing. I stayed with a black and white base, and then I added the color from there, which my I wanted to do all vibrant colors everything was vibrant and so the vibrancy came from the four major vibrant colors that I picked which were orange yellow teal and fuchsia and so just nothing pastelli all very vibrant and so yeah that's kind of where I started from there I really like the idea is me and my husband are very much what I would I wouldn't call us party animals but definitely we love to have a great time and obviously I plan parties for a living so this kind of just fit into our vibe and when I picked it, not to say that I didn't have the kids in mind because I did, but at the same time, um, it really did help that as the months leading towards the party, the kids really love all different types of animals. Like that's probably their biggest obsession. Anytime they see a little animal, they love it. And so whether it's a book, it's a toy, it's whatever, they love everything to do with animals. So that really all just kind of fit in which was really nice. I had this one picture probably that I loved the most and then I used that picture, sorted through that and then came up with a font that I liked and that's the same font that I use throughout the whole party. So for example, and I know it sounds crazy, but these are the things that I do. This is all what's in the details. So don't call me crazy, but this is just what it is. So when I came up with the theme, again, I came up with the colors and then I came up with a font. And so my font and colors were throughout everything. For example, I'm gonna go with font first and then I'll go with the colors so that you know. But with the font, once I picked the, the two fonts, cause I had two that I ended up picking that I liked, I had that on the invitation, on the backdrop, on the photo booth and on all signage that was throughout the party. So it was the same, again, theme. And I use an invitation specialist for most of my wedding invitations that I help my brides with. And then I also used her to help design um, my invitation. And that was really what set the tone for everything else. So I started with the invitation and then I worked really around that for everything. So the invitation was absolutely gorgeous in my opinion of course right it was a double-sided invitation it was a bright orange and i love sending invitations in the mail i'm that kind of crazy person i do it because i like getting things in the mail that's really what it is and i think people don't expect it which of course they don't because i send invitations out early i send invitations out again i started working on it probably back january february at the latest i was working on invitations 
And I did not send it, I want to say, I think somebody told me it was like two months before. So whatever that was, right? Uh, April, I probably, yeah, April, I don't know, March, April, who knows? Doesn't matter. I like to send it out. I like to give people notice. I'm all about it. I obviously work the weekend. So for me to, you know, do anything, I need plenty of notice. So I'm all about that. But anyways, the invitation was a bright orange and out on the front, it had this super cute black, like black, like black silhouetted, like black outline giraffe. And it said attention party animals in the main font. Um, and then in the back of the envelope, it had our address as a return address. And then it had A squared on the flap. As most of you know, I call the twins A squared, uh, Ariella and Alejandro. And so I put that on the flap so that when people would open it, hopefully they would have an idea that it was coming from us. And if they didn't, even cooler. So when you open up the envelope, immediately there are these vibrant polka dots all on the inside. That is the liner of the inner part of the envelope. And then the invitation itself was a double-sided black and white invitation. The front said, attention party animals, let's make a splash. And again, using both fonts in the front and in the back as well. And it says, A square is turning one. Join us as we celebrate Ariel and Alejandro's first birthday, Saturday, June 5th, 2021. And then, of course, I had the address, bring a swimsuit or towel, when to RSVP by my information, of course. And, of course, their registry and college fund information, which was pretty cool. So, originally, and again, this had three animals I forgot to mention in the back. It had the same giraffe, but this time with a super colorful party hat, which we'll talk about the party hats in a minute. I had a zebra also with a party hat on it and a little monkey swinging off the top with um, its party hat on. And I do want to point out that this giraffe is super cute because the only part you see of the giraffe is the giraffe and its neck like popping into the invitation and into the envelope. So it was a super, super, super cute design. Talking about, um, I'm going to go into colors in a second as well, but I originally wanted to, and since I moved into this beautiful new neighborhood last year during COVID, I wanted to do the party at the clubhouse in my neighborhood. But of course... COVID closed to the clubhouse and they still have not opened. So I want to say that I was that crazy person that called once every like two weeks to my clubhouse and my, you know, community thing and tried to get them to open up the clubhouse and it did not happen. So I ended up having to do this in my backyard, which was not my original plan. I wanted to do it inside because it's June um, and it's hot <laughs> and I didn't want to deal with the rain. You know, that's what I wanted originally, but... Again, when it didn't open and I had and I realized I had to do it in my house, I made it into a pool party because although my backyard is a pretty good size, I knew that we were going to be inviting a massive amount of people. And so that kind of happened and I needed to open up the pool. Plus, it was super hot. I wasn't going to have people just outside. So it turned out really nice, obviously, of course. But at that moment, I was kind of bummed about this whole having to tell people to bring a swimsuit. So the original design just said attention party animals. And then you would turn it around and get the rest of the info. But then we changed it in the front to attention party animals. Let's make a splash. And then they got to turn it around. So the theme of everything for the most part was black and white. Like I said, in terms of the colors with, I'm um, sorry, in terms of colors exactly. And then the pops of colors throughout. So everything was like that. For example, the tables had the colors, but all the chairs were black and white. The main table itself, the cake, was black and white on the outside, but when you cut it, it was the funfetti colorful on the inside. And so that's pretty much like how everything was. It was pretty black and white with polka dots and things like that on the inside. We had 
black linens for some. I had a polka dot linen for the gift table. These are just the little things that I think about in terms of details to get everything together. That kind of wraps up at least that portion. So those were kind of, I guess, like my thoughts on what I wanted. And so luckily, when I was booking my vendors and all of that, I was able to give them, of course, a lot of details to what I wanted, show them the invitation, which was the inspiration. And then slowly I started to come up with different ideas. So I had to figure out what I wanted for centerpieces for the tables. I had to figure out uh, what I wanted for the main table, which is typically sometimes where I start and then I build the centerpieces off of the main table. But in this instance, I had found these super cute animals, like the little animal figurines, and people were putting party hats on them. And I was like, this is it. I'm going to do these little animals and put party hats on them. And then at first, I was like, I can totally buy these little animals. I can totally make these little party hats. And I'm going to do this myself. Well, obviously, I forget sometimes that I run a business, have twins, and a podcast. So that did not end up happening. I ended up finding actually a really amazing Etsy vendor who got me all the animals I needed and with the little hats and I had to put the little hats on still in the end um, because she doesn't ship them with the hats so it was still work and then I ended up having to hot glue them I ended up hot gluing them to boxes like little craft boxes like the little gift boxes they were about four by four and we ended up hot gluing them to them because outside the little animals wouldn't stay on the boxes but I did the boxes to help add height to the animals I had two centerpieces um, on the rectangular tables with green greenery with the little animals in boxes around and then the round tables I did one centerpiece with little animals around some on boxes some on not to add some height so that's kind of what ended up happening with the centerpieces and then on the table the main table we ended up going with the party animals in the center two half circular walls with the kids names on them a balloon garland coming down the side and then we rented all these really amazing animals. So we had these two lions and two giraffes and these monkeys hanging off the balloons. We just put the animals between that wall and the other wall. I had a secondary wall get done as people would walk in. As they walked in, they got greeted by this sign that said that the party was this way. And it had, or it said really, it said safari this way, animals this way. One of those signs that points in different directions to different things to help me hold the gate open as well. And then they would walk in and they had the gift table. And on this gift table, we had the polka dot linen. We had the greeneries. Uh, so two centerpieces there with the greenery. I had the frames of the kids with all of their first year milestones between how many teeth they had, how much they weighed, how much they measured, as well as the things they love to do, the things they said, and all that kind of jazz. So cute little things about them. And then the card box. If you kept walking a little bit more before you actually got into my backyard, still all towards the side of the house, I had another table that had all the party hats. So we made party hats for every single person that came. It was super cute. The adult party hats were black and white. So white really with black polka dots and a colorful pom-pom on the top. And then the kids party hats were just very colorful, solid colors with some gold because gold ended up being my accent color which was super nice. All of the little figurine animals um, that I had bought off of that Etsy vendor were all spray painted gold. So super cute. It was a really great accent color. It's, it's probably one of my favorites to use. Plus I have a ton of stuff in my house already that are gold, like cake stands, platters and stuff like that. So it was pretty easy to put together that cake table, even if it was last minute for me. 
where the party hat table was, there was a wall next to it that said, get your party on. And I also had hanging there different headbands with animal ears. So there were elephants, lions, cheetahs, all these different things. The headbands were all hanging there. And so people were taking their pictures because we had a little photo booth that did boomerangs and digital prints only. So there were no actual prints. Better said it was only digital images and boomerangs. And so as people walked in, they grabbed their party hats, they took pictures with either their party hats or headbands, boomerangs, whatever. And the frame, of course, again, in the same font, had Ariella and Alejandro's first birthday on it. Once they did that and they were there, they would see the actual backyard with everything else. When I did the baptism here, it was pretty sunny, even though it was January, and so a lot of people were pretty hot. What I did was tented my little grass area and put all the tables and chairs down there so everybody was super covered from the sun and I also added fans to each corner to keep the area cool and I will say all of my guests for the most part, anyone who mentioned anything about weather said that they didn't feel hot at all. So that was great because again, weather is a concern. I also did not start the party until 2 p.m. which helps because sometimes when you do that middle of the day, it's pretty hot. 2 p.m. was probably the hottest, I mean, it was the hottest it was probably, and then the rest of the evening, it just got obviously cooler and cooler. So that was really nice as well. And then once they passed all those tables, they would hit the pool and our little patio deck that had the wall and the cake table and I had candies on there and little desserts. My little cupcakes had obviously little, um, it was actually um, little figurines, so little animals on the cupcake toppers. And they were all little gold animals with colored party hats as well. So everything really kind of went. On the top of the cake, I found this also amazing Etsy vendor that made me these two bears, which if you know anything about bears, it wasn't, it was the only bears that were at the party really, but um, it wasn't really kind of the animals we were going for, but I kind of tried to stick as broad as I could to party animal. And so I did bears because they called me bear growing up because I love to sleep. And so they were always like, don't wake up the sleeping bear. Then when I got pregnant, they called my babies baby bears. You know anything about that? Even the podcast cover, I'm wearing um, my necklace that my husband got me that has two little bears on it to always represent my kids. I had these two bear cake toppers on there and they had, they were holding, they, they were the cutest little bears. They hold, they were holding a balloon. They had a sign that said happy birthday. They're holding a gift. So like the balloon was wrapped around their little paws and they're holding a gift and it says happy birthday. And then the girl had a tutu and the boy did it. And so it was just so cute just sitting on top of the cake. And then as they kept going <laughs> through my patio area, I had this built-in bar for the barbecue. That's where obviously our bar was, where our guests were able to get anything from a literally spicy jalapeno margarita to mimosa to obviously water and kids' juices. So all of that was available to them. And then the food was on close to the fence on the other side of the house so that the caterers could easily break down and set up through the other side without any problems. That was kind of like the base of the backyard. And again, I'm gonna add pictures to all of this to kind of help with this whole process, but it was really freaking cute. And so one of the best and funniest and best things I feel like that we did was that we all got our own shirts. So the kids onesies, when they first came out for photos, were white onesies with black and white animals and colored party hats, of course. So that was their onesies. They had matching onesies that had their names for Party Ariela and Party Alejandro on it. And then me and my husband both had shirts that said Party Mama and Party Papa. So those were pretty cute. And then we all wore kind of like jeans, dark pants under, or shorts. And so we took our first pictures with that. 
And then after the kids woke up from their nap, they went straight into their bathing suits and we all had matching bathing suits. So I was able to get a family set of matching bathing suits, which was probably the hardest thing. It took me probably two full nights to find these matching bathing suits. The family matching bathing suits are super cute, but they barely have any for babies, like for like my baby's ages and mine. They had a lot for like bigger kids, two, three, four, five years old and the parents, but not a lot for like babies. And if I did find it, I would find one that only had baby for the girl or only had baby for the boy. It was extremely difficult, but thankfully between Amazon and Etsy, I was able to find two vendors that were able to fulfill all of our bathing suits. So thankfully, Again, all of that was uh, taken care of in terms of attire. I kept the attire, of course, as simple as possible considering it's outdoors with the heat. That's pretty much kind of that Lord of Little Base. The favors were super stinking cute. I had these little bags, materialed bags that said party animals on the outside with the with a picture of, of a different animal all in front. Um, and so they were super cute. And inside they had little mason jars with animal crackers from Whole Foods. So they were like peanut-free, vanilla flavor. They were amazing, not the usual animal crackers that we're used to. <laughs> Inside, they had um, little, like, temporary tattoos of animals from Mercury, from Mercury, and then they also had um, stickers, and they had a little egg that had an animal inside, like a little Lego animal. So they had a little bit of a variety in there. I didn't do any candy, because I did do a little bit of candy on the actual cake table. So that was definitely something. And the actual table on the decor, be I mean, on the tables, the decor on there besides for the centerpieces, I had placemats done that each had their own animals and we alternated them that said happy birthday Ariela and happy birthday Alejandro and we also had animal print sunglasses and fans on the table as well. So the tables were pretty full um, and pretty cute in my opinion on what it is and then we had a sign that said adopt an animal so that all the kids could take also home the gold spray painted animals as the centerpieces so that they could the kids could take them home so that they could have them because I was not going to keep that many animals. That was really decor wise everything for the most part that I can remember right now that we did. So the day before we started the setup we had the rentals come in, the tent being built, um, and just kind of like the base of things. And we started to make sure that we had everything from the cake to a speaker for music and all of that jazz. And then the day of, my staff came in, everyone else came in, and we really just fired up and finished up. We had some family in town, which also helped me do the setup, because with the kids, obviously, it's a little hard. My daughter didn't get to take a good first nap that morning, so you can imagine she was super clingy all over me. But it's okay, I got to finish everything, and again, between my staff and family, they helped out so much. And when the photographer got there that we were ready to take pictures, I was like so ready for it. And um, Ariela got super cranky, super quick. <laughs> uh, it was time for her second nap. Alejandro took a really good nap in the morning, so he actually did not take his second nap that day, and he was fine. He was happy, as could be in the pool, being passed around from family to family. They did so good with all of that, so I was super happy about it. But that first hour and a half is like the most, in that was the most intense hour and a half I've probably had in a long time. We had, in the end, a hundred people in our backyard. <laughs> um, so it was pretty crazy. About 15 to 20 were kids. I didn't realize we knew that many kids, but we definitely do. Full of kids in this family. I now know. And so, and I had about 50 chairs under the tent. So there were a bunch of obviously parents that were inside the pool, people hanging out outside under the tent. So it was definitely nice. Uh, but again, that first hour and a half people coming in, wanting to take pictures with the kids, Ariela getting super cranky. Like it was definitely intense. But we got through it. 
And once we were all done with photos and everything was done and Ariela woke up from her second nap and she was doing good, we were able to finish photos, sing them happy birthday, throw them in the pool, and we just really had just a really, really great time. And it was, you know, as most people, really the first time that the whole family had gotten back together um, now with the COVID vaccines coming out. So that in itself was also super nice. And then my kids, my twins go to bed at 7 p.m. So once we put them down um, at 7 p.m., I had a DJ start. And let me tell you that the after party was better than the real party. <laughs> at least for me, it was. <laughs> my kids were sleeping. The DJ was going. The family started dancing and friends. And let me tell you guys, we had a blast. We went until midnight. It was the longest day of all times. Uh, but it was awesome. We just really got to um, enjoy just the kids really turning one, the kids got to enjoy themselves turning one, and our family really enjoyed getting together and having a great time. So um, I really cannot complain. I was exhausted by the end of the night. There were a few people left, just some family and friends. And I remember looking at everybody and saying, I'm going to go shower and go to bed. And that's exactly what I did. Um, but I will tell you that the next day when I woke up and saw the outside and inside of my house, the aftermath has been insane. I have been cleaning for the last three days. Um, I am going to finish sorting through the kids' gifts. I haven't even opened too many of them yet, but I'm getting there, and it is a process. Um, but I can, I just, it was just such an amazing day and such an amazing experience, and and I was so glad to be able to do what I do because even though I know a lot of people don't think that what I do is, you know, because I mean, one could say it's not important, right? It's not a doctor, it's not a lawyer, I'm not saving any lives, or no, not a police officer, firefighters, teachers, I'm not doing anything like that. But I am creating these memories, in my opinion, that really last myself, my kids, and my family a lifetime. And, of course, every family and couple that I service through EBJ. And so that really is very impactful for me because a lot of our family always comes, thankfully, to thank me. And they always talk about these great experiences and memories and parties that I've put together for them. And, you know, it means a lot because we all think about like we all remember weddings, parties and things like that. So I'm able to bring that experience over to them. Again, my house is still upside down. But hey, we're alive. We made it. The kids are alive. We made it through a year. What else can we say, guys? You know, uh, again, some days we feel like sur we're surviving. Other days we feel like we're thriving. You don't know what day. It sometimes changes by the day, sometimes by the hour. You don't know how it's going to go in this house. Thank you guys so much for listening to my birthday fiasco for these twins. Super excited to actually jump on with and talk about everything that the twins ha are doing and learning. And that's going to be one of my next episodes to you guys coming up. So make sure to check that one out. And I'll catch you guys on the next one. Thank you, as always, for your love and support. The Breathe 3 Podcast wouldn't be anything without you. Make sure, if you haven't already, please subscribe and review the podcast. And make sure to look me up on Instagram at ebjevents or canal.twins to stay up to date on upcoming special events and exciting announcements I might have. See you on the next one. <laughs>